0: Katie, this is Classically Black podcast, where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession,
1: with trap beats playing in the background. Good knocked. -knocked.
0: All right, (laughs) not good knocked. Well, good knock to you too. We're keeping it short and sweet this week, y'all. It's a lot going on.
1: Duncan.
0: It's all. It's always a lot going on, but it's a lot going on.
1: So I'm trying to just get through life without me losing my mind so well Um, i mean (laughs) (laughs) so anyway
0: um news this week oh shoot i usually do good news first then bad i mean i usually do bad news first then good news so i guess i'll I'll, I'll do that um this is something that has been developing for a while now um and i just didn't want we had other like longer episodes happening, and didn't want to push it. But um, some of y'all might have might be privy to the situation going on with the San Antonio Symphony. Um, this this whole situation started um, in late September. Basically, their um, their members are on strike right now because of this package, this offer that they got from their administration. I just want to. As a side note, like, I know, you know, we would be talking around stuff, because, like, we not know orchestra negotiation experts, but I feel like a lot of the times when musicians are put into, like, bad positions, um, in terms of, like, their packages and stuff, I wonder where, like, cuts are going, like, elsewhere in the organization, you know what I mean? Like, because a lot of times, it's like, the administration is against the orchestra, and they're negotiating a package, and I'm like wondering where is do they have access to that information um in terms of like where cuts are going going elsewhere and if they are because i mean i know san antonio symphony is not in the number but a lot of these orchestras be having music directors making millions of dollars Mm. um but anyway if y'all have not um if y'all haven't heard um the package that they were offered in that basically caught or led them to, uh, deciding to go on strike, um, was that, um, their 72 full-time musicians would be slashed to just 42, um, and, um, it would, they would also completely eliminate four currently vacant, vacant positions in the orchestra, um, and also the orchestra members that were going to be kept, the 42, um, the 42 out of the 72 that were going to be able to keep their jobs would get, like, a one-third salary decrease. Jesus. Yeah. They're in... Yeah, it was a lot. Um, And they were just um picketing, just, like, by the time this comes out, a couple of days ago. Um, So, this is still ongoing. This was on uh, September 27th that the initial package was given to them. And they were like, nah, we good. And, um um and other parts of the um package were that like twenty six musicians that, which would be chosen based on seniority um they would perform they would perform per service um at hundred and twenty five dollars per service with a minim, minimum of ninety services for an annual salary of eleven thousand and two hundred and fifty dollars
1: father god yeah
0: i just and also they would also lose um health care benefits. What type... I don't understand why y'all... I mean, I know, I guess in negotiations, you go in and under, but, like, why would y'all think they would agree to anything close to that?
1: I was talking to... um. I was talking to my cousin. I needed help with um a negotiation thing. And she was like, a lot of times, like, they're trying to save their... They're trying to save their behind. They're trying to save the organization. So... Oftentimes, especially like it's oftentimes it's like not even like the CEO or blase blase that's doing these these negotiations. It's like the financial officers or it's someone outside of the organization that they have brought in to help fix the numbers, help the organization come up on top at least keep them from sinking under. They often don't even realize that these are like. They take the humanity out of it and they're just crunching numbers. Because if you really, especially like if you really look at someone like a musician, someone who has developed their craft to this level so that they can play in a professional orchestra and you're going to look at this person, you're going to say 90 services, $125, $11,000 for the year. Like there's no way you could, if you had humanity in that, you really could look at somebody in the face and say that. It's just numbers. And, and no I feel healthcare. like that's the, like, and especially, like, the people who are making these decisions, like, they, um, the people who are making these decisions oftentimes, like, are making oodles and oodles of money. It's like you're talking down to me. Um, you're talking down to me. From a PR. I remember, um the the biggest negotiation I had to do was when I graduated from Eastman, and I had to go and I called my cousin and I was like, what should I do? and they're like you literally have a master's degree you have to go in there guns blazing you have to be like listen x y and z they have the money they're trying to crunch numbers they're trying to save numbers they're trying to make sure that their budget comes out and they're looking at you like a number you have to be like yo no nah, that's not what it is because i could you really it's 2021 we just barely made it through a pandemic we're still in the middle of it and you're gonna take health care away the way you, you guys will not see you guys will not see heaven are you kidding? While you go, while you you're still making your six figures, and you're gonna tell these people the eleven thousand dollars. Who will stay and play for that?
0: Yeah. Oh, like yeah. So that's what's going on. There's currently no like further developments besides the fact that, like I said, they were um, they were outside picketing um, at the San Antonio Symphony offices, um, just on. Like Thursday, I'm trying to do the math in terms of um oh no, 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 no on Tuesday, um last Tuesday when this came out when this comes out um and yeah i will tag they have like an instagram a lot of orchestras even the ones that haven't like a lot of the ones that have recently been on strike and even some that haven't have those like musicians of ex orchestra pages um where it's like not affiliated with the organization it's just the, the the instruments you hear me the um the members of the orchestra themselves um kind of representing like their thoughts and stuff i think they win the chicago symphony was on strike, um. Earlier was that last year? I can't. Girl, time means nothing. I
1: feel like it, wasn't it two years ago? Wasn't it three years ago?
0: Girl, they was on strike, and <laughs> <laughs> right? Because, um, yeah, it couldn't have been during the pandemic. Um, I don't think so because I feel like we was together when we was recording that, but um they have an Instagram where they're like posting updates and they've, they have gotten a lot of support and solidarity with other orchestras and orchestra members. Um, they've raised over $80,000, um, from uh, members of the international uh, conference of symphony and opera musicians, AKA Ixum, um, and the American Federation of Musicians. Um, a lot of members from those two organizations have donated, um, over $80,000 to help these, um, To help these um, orchestra members, Um, so if you want to keep in touch, I will not keep in touch, but like keep you know up with the story um, of what's going on with them. I'll link their Instagram page, and they have like you know all the updates and stories and all kind of stuff, letting y'all know what's going on with the negotiations. But as of right now, they just don't feel like the the administration is negotiating in good faith, and so they said, "Come back when
1: you." when you got something we can actually look at. That's what they get because you over here now you don't have now you looking stupid now you ain't got no season. So I feel like a lot of times they forget that the musicians are the what makes the makes the season happen. Yeah. So now you ain't got no season. I mean hopefully a donor comes to the woodworks give them a smooth couple million. Yeah. Are they gonna be
0: cause it looks like they are trying to be the San Antonio uh chamber orchestra. That's like what it's giving because and not even that because eleven thousand dollars. I'm sorry. Are you kidding? Yeah. Eleven
1: thousand. You can you imagine top of your game player you making less than a thousand dollars a month? You, you literally. And how you gonna how you gonna lay off?
0: The, I don't know. The math is not mathing. I don't know because you you're already laying off like thirty musicians, and then people who left got to make eleven thousand dollars. All right. Anyway, They're about to be the san antonio community orchestra uh san antonio youth
1: orchestra i mean they are better off then ain't, you ain't gotta pay community orchestra like if that's what y'all if that's what y'all want to do it's like y'all better be, off doing that
0: not putting no type of respect on these musicians names at all yeah i can really see that being a slap in the face like it's like yeah we in a pandemic but also the orchestra the Organizations are the only people, only thing in the pandemic. The people in the orchestra are also in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's like how I felt about them charging people late fees during the pandemic for tuition. Huh? They're talking about, well, we can't accommodate at this time. I can't accommodate these payments at this time. True. Now I'm charging y'all a counter late fee. Anyway... On to the good news. Um, the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra has just announced their new music director. Um, and her name is Natalie Stutzman. Um She is only the second woman um, in the top 25 orchestras um, to be a music director. Um, Who's the first one, Mann? Oh, Mar- Marin. Also,
1: I'm Baltimore. I'm um, thinking Mann. By guess Mann. It's not. Oh, it's Civic?
0: Top 25, yeah. Not Symphonyetta. Uh, no, Symphonyetta. Like, yeah. I know it was somewhere in Chicago. Um yeah, but in the top in the top 25 um orchestras and she's the only one right now because uh Martin left Baltimore in, in August. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Um yeah, and I, I <laughs> It was funny cuz they of course they reached out to her for a comment on this um and Maren was like she was like, "Yeah, um it's a start." And I just was like I mean, you were a start, like, to me, and the fact that 14 years later, 14 years later, there's still only only one, I don't even think that, yeah, I was like, that's a bit of a stretch in my opinion.
1: People love um, a start in classical music, Yeah. but, because um, that's the ridiculous, but also to be fair, like, you, you keep these things for so many years, these positions, you don't just leave them, so. I'm gonna give a little bit. I'm gonna give a little bit of. But in 14 years, I'm gonna give a little bit. I said a little bit. I said a little bit. I'm gonna give a little bit. I said a little bit. I'm gonna give a little smidge. Okay, you're okay. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let me not. Um, what was I about to say?
1: I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. like, look how long old dude over there in Chicago been there. He been there since barbecue, Phillip. That's what Jamaica would say. All right. (laughs) Um.
0: (laughs) They did say that apparently almost a third of music directors from the top twenty five orchestras are stepping down in the next couple years.
1: They stressed out. Uh, so
0: we'll see what people do. All right, um, Felina. There you go. Period. Um, so uh Natalie Stutzman, who is the who she'll be starting um, a four year contract in next season. Um, she started off as a contra alto. Um and what I was oh. what I was at first like very surprised to hear was that apparently she only started her conducting career like about 10 years ago and i was like 10 years and you already music director of one of the the top 25 like orchestras but
1: that's what you do baby <laughs> <laughs> you apparently, no time
0: wasted apparently they started the search um with 80 candidates back in 2018 i was Jeez. like dang
1: 2018 80 80? okay, but Eddie could be anything like maybe I apply today I'd be applying anything. all right
0: anyway oh, um, I don't remember anyway, I'm sure you didn't mm-hmm. um anyway, apparently mm-hmm. she was told she um so she's from Paris, and um mm. apparently when she was studying um in music school when she was fifteen, she was told by a teacher that basically she couldn't be a conductor because of her gender and this that and the third so apparently like when i read that i was like oh this has been her dream for a long time she was just like basically told by her teachers and stuff that she couldn't do it and i was just like y'all so bleh? like whatever i don't understand
1: teachers who do that do they do that to? i wonder if the ones who do that do they secretly believe that you can do it and just want to do some sick type of motivation or like do they really because like why would you say that to someone it's very strange yeah
0: i feel like sometimes people think just because they haven't seen something be done that it can't be done Mm -hmm. which obviously is not the
1: case i had this colleague this viola teacher i should say his name because he's literally terrible um but i'm not because i i've never i've only had one interaction with him and he was positive but like i I wasn't playing for him but um well-known viola teacher i feel like once i say this in the viola world you probably wouldn't know who it is because honestly well actually if i say this there there's a couple of contenders i will say that anyway i had this one colleague she played for him and he was like at best you're gonna be you you'll be a uh, um playing wedding gigs on saturday mornings i was like are you kidding yikes why would you why would bro yikes. At be, yikes i feel like i can't tell if that's a situation where people know what they can say to you or like i don't even know what that is Cause even if like you would say something back to him in response to that, that still lives in your in your psyche. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just glad I haven't I haven't come across nobody like. We're not say actually. We're not say yeah. And who'd you say that was again? <laughs> I should say their name, but I'm not she gonna that. That i not said that was have, I literally have no connection to this person,
0: which is why they probably never hear this. You might as well tell us. They'll hear
1: it. Okay, uh, <laughs> I wanna say it so bad, because I feel we need to be out of people like this, but the main reason is it wasn't said to me. Because mm-hmm. 'cause I've said names on here before it wasn't said it, it wasn't said to me, so that's why this it, it's not my story to tell, okay, even I'ma though ask, I told it I'm gonna ask her after things. I'm gonna put it in this episode. look in the description of the
0: episode. I'm gonna write the name in there, y'all
1: <laughs> No we ain't so white ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I'm gonna li- I'm gonna put a link to their website. No, I'm just putting
1: <laughs> <laughs> link in the description. <laughs> I feel like people like that need to be outed. The- I mean, some people, some people thrive on a tough love. That's not, that's not. I mean, you talk to it's me too hard, I get a little teary. Like, what you? Yeah. Mean, like, Who you talking to? And I'm grown. And uh, I'm emotional. I'm like, why you being mean to me? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very emotional with you It's already hard. I'm already fighting for my life. Like, I just don't need. You don't think I can hear it out of tone? Yeah, you don't
0: right. think I can hear that? I that's why I, I I especially don't like it when people point out stuff that is obvious. And it's like people think like, oh well, if you hear it, that means you can fix it. No, not everybody automatically knows how to fix stuff. Right. Like you have to learn. It's not just oh, you know what's the problem, so you know how to fix it. Those are two different things. Being able to identify a problem and actually knowing how to fix it are two different things. They're not one and the same.
1: At all. Like <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell you about uh, studio class yesterday. Mm do tell i told y'all my studio gets on my nerves i told you, I to I told you that. nothing okay because i don't get f- helpful comments and l- like my teacher was basically like in the nicest way possible my teacher's very nice they were like now nah, everybody has a degree in music it i'm like that's that's true i started so i tried my teacher i was like i don't like paying a studio class because i don't get useful comments and because there was a period of time where I was playing like every week. And I'm like, this is not, I might get a useful comments or whatever. And so yesterday, yesterday, this dude in my studio told me, I played Beethoven 5. Do my little thing. I thought it was, I thought it was okay. He was like, I think you're moving too much before you start the piece. I think you should like not move before you start. I'm like, you mean start what? from stillness? As in literally pedagogy one, you literally cannot start from nothing. I'm like, can you show me what you mean by that? Start stuttering. I'm, that's and that's the key. <laughs> that's the key. No, absolutely. Because I'm tired. Not am, the key. Show me what you mean. And this one dude, he was trying to argue. Like, I think, I think if you like, if you like, move your arm and then start. I'm like, can you show me what you mean by that? Well, okay. So you, I'm like, I'm like with your instrument. This, and then this one dude played Bach. He was playing his chords. I'm like, can you make sure you break the chord before the bounce? But because I feel like no one knows. I'm not saying, like, no one knows who I am. I don't care who you know I about I him. I don't – you don't need to know my resume. You, don't need to know, you just know I come here. I come here once a week. Okay, They don't know nothing about me. I'm not in orchestra. I'm not in none of that. They, they, these people do not know me because of the nature of the fellowship. I'm only here for lessons in chamber music. Chamber music with the people I do the fellowship with. These people do not know me. They don't know no classically black. They don't know about the degrees. They don't know about nothing. They don't know – I taught I teach, they don't know none about that stuff. When I give comments in studio class, I'm not pulling it out of my butt. I actually know what I'm talking about. I told this dude break the core before the balance point or it's gonna scratch. He's like, What do you mean by that? Boom. To my viola out and show him what I meant by that. He was like, Oh, okay. Because I do this, I does this. You over here telling me this, talking about they but that is me saying it ain't and that's why I say abolish studio comments. Abolish no. them. Especially because,
0: like your teacher said, not everybody has a degree in music and So people teach, but Katie, people practice the way. Like, how do you think I practice? Like, you got to You just got to do your best to try to identify people. They're not always going to be able to explain to you the right way. I bet you. I bet you. To everybody else, That don't have a music degree. They probably like,
1: dang, they spitting. <laughs> they are because this the, the dude. They came up. Okay. The, okay. This this is T right? so dude said right. that for, to me first i'm looking stupid i'm looking dumb i'm like I, I was like i've literally never gotten that comment before that's the first thing i said i try to be as nice as trying not to be a jerk but i'm like i literally i play for two people a week i literally never got that comment because it's dumb um so i was like can you show me what you mean by that couldn't do it he's like i think if you videotape yourself like i, I simply would not be videotaping myself <laughs> um can you show me what you mean by that so then this other dude jumped in and was like, no, I think he means this. Like, and then he tried to do me some r- army robotics thing. And I was like, boom, I've literally never gotten that comment before ever. I don't understand what you mean by that. My teacher finally jumps in. He's like, he just changes the conversation because we all know this is basic. This is basic. Like you must, you cannot start. A lot of the times when people have problems starting things, with string players, I don't want to speak, I don't know, I, I guess you don't be moving your vocal before you start is that what it's called vocal whatever but On the
0: bassoon, it, yeah the squiggly part yeah, the is a vocal, vocal right
1: it's mm-hmm. a vocal i guess you don't be moving the boat the boat because i guess i mess with your armature. from stream playing you literally you have to start from movement if you have a oftentimes you're having a problem starting something it's because you didn't breathe and you didn't start from movement mm-hmm. are you doing are you doing interpretive dance no you just have to we have to move you, you move the bow in a little bow circle as you teach kids bow circles with the bow in a bow circle hit the string boom and then you start teacher to read the conversation then um dude got up play his little piece I ain't gonna say nothing about that it's right. a positive environment Wow. play his little piece I ain't have nothing to say my friend my friend Nikki was like hey you gotta start saying something to him I'm like I'm not saying nothing to him because what is understood don't need to be said <laughs> Let, my teacher um <laughs> What what is what does my teacher spend the first five minutes working on this dude with? Moving before he played. Why? Because the sound was terrible before he started and he wasn't getting a good sound because he didn't move before he played. And I'm just like, Am I being punked? Is someone hiding behind the stand? I'm like, this is ridiculous. Not hiding
0: behind the stand. Who will be hiding behind the stand? <laughs> Thumbelina?
1: Tinkerbell? <laughs> Delaney, I don't think you understand. It's so frustrating. It's so and I'm like, listen. At least at Eastwood, I feel like I got better comments. There be every like. once in a while there will be like some stupid like stupid comment, but I just like about of studio comments or write them down on a piece of paper. You want to practice? I just feel like it's just it just makes me irritated. It just make, cause it's just because you're not helping me help me play Beethoven five. There's plenty of things you can listen for in Beethoven five. First of all, do you even know this excerpt?
0: Okay not like people to
1: tell her nothing if y'all can tell. I love people telling me stuff. Actually, I love because Jen drags me every week.
0: No, not I don't talk about. It. I'm not. I don't mean that. But I feel like you. Well, I mean, you say everything outside of Viola but it seems like maybe it's just certain people, which I get because I'm. I'm also that the type to be like, well, I take advice from who I feel like I I want advice from. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Definitely not outside of YOLA. I feel like you would oh, agree girl. with that. I feel like you would agree with that. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> I need to I need to and I understand like I need to I need to work. I'm, i feel like I'm a pretty humble person. There are times where I be my flesh be spiking up a little bit. I okay. agree. But um I feel like I want good comments. Like, man, when Neil Miller, shout out to Neil Miller, RPO. Neil Miller used to give me some stuff. Some little comments? I'm like, girl, let me write it down a whole slow ass laugh Because I respect the fact that like also, I respect the fact that you can hear stuff that I can't hear. I want th- I think the main problem is I want I want to play the excerpt better. It's Beethoven five. Are there, between the three things are they the same? Are they the same speed? Is my rhythm correct? Is it triplety or am I playing the right rhythm? Is it an A flat? Help me play the excerpt better. Are my strings b- crossing smooth? One girl was like, Hey girl, um, and you trying to COVID, you're not vibrating all the way through the note. You know what, girl? I, you, I didn't even realize well, that then, then why are we abolishing st- studio comments? Because I feel you. like a bad apple soils the whole bundle. Is it a bad apple to just somebody that? It's, it's like three. No, it's two. It's it's one and a half. Mm. I don't know. I don't want to say too much. I just, I just, I just, I, I, don't, I just, I was. Anyway, sorry, that wasn't my spirit. I, th- I feel like we should abolish them. Okay, I feel, I feel like, feel Katie. like mm-hmm. okay. everybody
0: a dummy, want me because we don't got no music and degrees. Okay,
1: that's not what I said. Not even a little bit. Because not even a little bit. That's not even what I said. I'm saying I want. I want. I want. I want comments that are going to help me play before you open, before you start flapping your jaws at me. It's <laughs> going to help me.
0: They thought it did. They were wrong, but they thought it did.
1: <laughs> like, I don't, like, there are plenty technical, there's plenty technical things I still need to work on in my playing. Sometimes my upboats, my bows are not smooth. Sometimes my bow gets straight. Sometimes my hand gets tight, not tight. My hand locks up when I do spiccato and I need to keep it fluid. There are plenty of technical things. Baby girl, I don't need you to tell me about that. I want you to... Help. How can I play... You are sitting on the excerpt committee. Step one. Do you know the excerpt? It's giving you don't. Can you talk about me that I don't breathe before I play? Why would I not breathe before I play this when this is literally the beginning of the movement? We just supposed to... We were supposed to wait for inspiration from God. All right. Yes, yeah, so that's light. on your WC. <laughs> you said what? That's
0: how you play WC. Just start.
1: <laughs> right. It just appears. Like we're just going to sit here at the beginning of the second movement. We're just going to... Do, do, do like girl what are you even saying <laughs> what are you even saying i'm so uh, and i feel like this has always been on my spirit i just feel like it's gotten like i don't like one one dude said in studio class like you had to learn score the to tour with your recital next week I, now that,
0: that's that, what that, i think about that often <laughs> I was just thinking about that days ago because not her recital in days. You're talking about score the tour. What are you talking about?
1: Abolish them. Her recital is, and I feel like that's also a discernment thing. People, like I remember this one dude last year, he's the sweetest. He always, he's very nice to me. He always like, I think you should do this. But it sounds really good. I love that. I love love that kid. His recital, I knew his recital was next week. I'm not going to say nothing to you that's going to take a month of work. Yeah, I feel like that's what about Studio Comments. I'm, I'm gonna do a petition.
0: And the petition is probably not gonna.
1: How you know? Why would away. you? I said probably. I
0: didn't say definitely. I said probably. <laughs> like I just you, think that you you literally said about Studio Comments that you got that were valuable. I do think that like I like I just think it's like. You get. You just gotta go in there knowing you are gonna get some stuff that's not gonna do something for you. I can understand, like, from the perspective of somebody who okay knows what? knows what they do when you know. Katie, I, I, I don't. Katie, that's why also, I would love. You. Well, not know. I don't mean you perfect, but like you literally know, like you. I would imagine that if you have some sort of background in like you critiquing people you you know how to teach and stuff like that like you know like common I don't know common like pitfalls things to look for basically better at at looking for things and how to better execute them or whatever like I feel like practicing and that are like very different which is why people literally study music ed and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and don't usually study practicing because I feel like practicing is a more individual thing and I feel like Mm -hmm. in a lot of and maybe in studio class people get into the thing of basically projecting basically projecting with it like mm-hmm. how that do how you said he wasn't breathing before he was playing he was projecting what he does when he's on the viola to what you do mm-hmm. when is that don't work for you it obviously didn't work for him either so <laughs> <clears throat> but i just feel like i don't know i feel like honestly for me you know it's been a while since i've been in studio class thank god but yeah, well, i'm
1: about to say <laughs> wow what a guy moving in your life
0: I actually, didn't, I actually didn't mind studio class, and I felt like a lot of what I learned in studio class actually came from when I was not playing. Like, yeah. Because it's very interesting to see like how other people approach things. It's, it can give you insight of what you want to do, some insight about what you don't want to do. And, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the times, and I'm, I'm also, I'm not the type to be given a whole bunch of comments because I know I live in a glass house, so... <laughs>
1: Thing. i feel like this is gonna sound i don't, I'm not i might even gonna say it on the mics, i'll say it to you after but I, there i will say in general this is an amount of deference that i miss <laughs> like being at eastman versus being even being at isu like i remember <clears throat> i'll never forget there was a studio class neil miller same dude i was talking about he played some his excerpts the room went around one by one and was like i have nothing to say one and, and you know that one kid <clears throat> He was finna say something, so he took the temperature of the room surprisingly, and didn't say nothing. Because what are you gonna say? You don't have a job, and I feel like that's the kind of deference I miss. It's like mm-hmm. there's no nice way to say it, so I'm not going to. But it's just like <clears throat> I live in a glass house. I know, I know my bow don't be smooth sometimes. I'm not finna tell you your boat needs to be smooth. That's just that's just the way my
0: because I can't tell you how to get there. So
1: <laughs> kinda that one day, Mrs. Taylor told that girl. To take her veil out and show how to do something. That that should have been broadcast on NBC five, ABC seven, CNN, MSNBC five everywhere, C-SPAN. Like oh, that C-Span. should have been broadcast so everybody could see. Like, and of fo- it was freaking Joyce. Like Joyce could do it, but it's like she 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 struggled because it's like you just saying stuff. That's the thing you're saying stuff. But man, I look like I operate with a certain amount of deference. There's some people I just don't have anything to say to because I'm like, you play better than me. Like, Taylor asked me to sit in on his recital s- rehearsal. No, thank you, though. I'm going to sit right here on this bench. <laughs> so you can, he's like, so you can give me comments on what? The temperature of the room? Your, my- your wall decor? <laughs> <laughs> like the stain on the carpet? Like, I don't know if you give comments on what exactly. Yeah, my comment is find somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely not. And he was like, okay. Cause I feel like it's just like a certain amount of deference I miss. Like, I'm not saying that I am beyond reproach. If I was beyond reproach, I would have a job. <laughs> I'm saying that, like, I just feel like I just don't. I don't even know how to say it in a right way. I feel like I might be misunderstood. Um, and I don't. No, I to understand
0: me. what you're saying. I'm not like <clears throat> on completely the other side. I do agree that the dude was wrong. I just feel like, I feel like, yeah, some people. I feel like the people that be saying that they be wrong, but they really do think they're right. And I feel like. Yeah, none of us, first of all, we all in school to learn. So I feel like nobody is really in the position to be giving the comments. But I do feel like maybe if there was more focus on like, maybe if a part of studio class or like a part of it was kind of learning how to give that constructive criticism. Because I feel like a lot of people don't really know how to do it. Because uh, when I tell yeah. you my my ears turn off when other people playing, I don't care what you sound like. I care about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not. I'm not super good at giving comments. And like, it is crazy how I've said this before. It's crazy how musicians are like very used to just automatically giving their opinion on what people sound like mm-hmm. and automatically accepting that. Because I remember somebody played something for me, and we just sat there staring at each other like that PD uh, <laughs> meme. Because he was like, "Well," I was like, "Do you want me to say something?" Because I'm not going to just start. Well, you could do and you could this, this, and that. Because and also it was for an audition. And you have a teacher, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) so Mm -hmm. like, but yeah, I feel like it really, it really goes both ways because some people they just be saying anything.
1: Also, I do be, I do like, I've I've said this before. In general, I don't like studio class. I like hearing my, I understand. Like, I want to be clear when I say this that like I learn a lot from hearing my peers, especially like when we're playing the same stuff, like, Mm -hmm. um. Like back at Eastman, when everyone was learning the same concerto, um, a lot of people will be playing the same excerpts. It's like you just learn a lot. I used to freaking love excerpt class because I would, my excerpts are just covered. Like I finally had to retire my Don Juan. My Don Juan looks like it's the original manuscript. Okay. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I took, I have notes all over from something that, Uh, melissa said to somebody else like my notes just cover i'm like "Ooh, let me try that let me try that let me try that like i like that i in in general i don't like studio class because i don't like listening to music like that like because i remember i remember um particularly at eastman when mr taylor would make everyone comment like he went around the room calling by name it's kind of like um i don't know the the word i'm looking for i'm forgetting the word where it's like You're, like, Like looking for something Was wrong. Yeah, it's like, Pavlov's dog It's like, you have, I have, like, this, like, weird feeling in studio class every time that you have to say something, and Mm. I I really like studio class here in that, like, if no one has anything to say, he'll just keep going. He, in in undergrad, she used to be, like, dang, all these music education majors, nobody has nothing to say. (laughs) I'll be, like, okay, okay, miss ma'am, relax. (laughs) Um but it's just, I I just don't like listening like that. I just want to, I'm here to chill. I just want to hear you play. They paying you the big bucks. Say something. So say something. If I, if I get something from that, I get something from that. Um, I just don't like listening like that. Listening to your pitfalls, especially with Mr. Taylor. Like I I love him down. That's, that's one of my favorite humans, but like you have to have something. And I mean, every once in a while, like people would struggle, especially like freshmen and stuff like that, especially like that's ridiculous. It's like you have a freshman who has to say something to a doctoral student. That's really intimidating. Yeah. And then, you know, the doctoral student like like, what you going to say to me? Yeah, and then that's like, just high awkward. Key, yeah. High key. Like, you over here like, I don't know. You're not going to say something. But you the, it's different with him because the there's an expectation that you say something. And it's like, you sometimes you just don't know what to say. You just got here from high school. It's like, <laughs> so he would accept Like, you know, I really enjoyed it. I don't really have anything to say. And he, he would accept that. But it's still, like, also the pressure of being a master student and having to be like, oh, um, (laughs) like...
0: They waiting for something groundbreaking.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, I just don't like that. Like, I feel like you don't have nothing to say. You ain't got nothing to say. But the caveat to that is it's, like, y'all think that y'all just... Man, Paul Rowan ain't got nothing on y'all, boy. Like, you just... Wow. I didn't know how to... You know, you know my veil on my right shoulder until I came in here today. You just enlighten me.
0: Got on your right shoulder. Yeah, no <laughs> way. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was that
1: was on my spirit <laughs> I'm just like I just be quarreling to myself because I just be so I, tell, I could because you
0: you yeah, you've been on studio class, especially I mean, ever since you ever since you told me about that dude talking about score to tour and I've been off of him since that ball, so he was the one talking about the, the looting and the da 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 So, you know, whiteness. But, um, yeah, sometimes my teacher, he would never go around and make everybody say stuff. There were some times where he only took volunteers, and there were some times where he would only have, like, upperclassmen say something. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Yeah, he would say, like, juniors and seniors only and, and like, above – you Mm. know because I guess you know we're about to graduate so you want you to be able to like Mm. be your own teacher or whatever yeah Yeah. sometimes you would do that but
1: I thought it was gonna be the thing like sometimes like got my doctoral students playing juniors and seniors only oh oh, no and (laughs) And I feel like there's also that's that's a hard line to tell because I feel like the idea of deference in classical music is prevalent in classical music. I feel like obviously not everywhere, but this idea, this general idea of like deference can also be a little bit dangerous because it can create like imposter syndrome. It can create like a feeling of unworthiness. So it's like a definitely, a definitely a line to toe, but also I feel like disrespect for people who play better than you and you have something to learn from them or, or whatever, you know, I'm not here to say I play better than anybody. I'm not saying that I'm saying, what I'm saying is that, (coughs) I want useful comments. Because sometimes you can hear there stuff. Like I didn't even know my I didn't even know I wasn't connecting my rebuttal that one time. <laughs> um child, my blood should be so high. I already got too much stress going on and it just be add to it. Wow, anyway, how did we get there? Girl. It's probably my fault. I there was a there was that was on my spirit. I wanted to tell you about that. <laughs> I forgot to tell you before we started recording. I was like, I'm just gonna tell you right now. Yes, yeah, right. so it would have been way more trifling had we not yeah. been have had visitors. Um okay. but, visitors. Uh, <laughs> but oh, yeah.
0: Well, that's all I had for the I don't I have no idea how we got here, but I I don't know. News this week.
1: okay well um intermission got it from my girl twitter um also known as that bird app um okay. the money app i think it's for through yahoo um tweeted you can permanently change the price of one item to a dollar what is it and i asked the lady to answer this question in the context of classical music what you picking
0: I was going to ask. I mean, this isn't relevant to me anymore, but it once was. I was going to ask, is tuition count?
1: I had a feeling you would say tuition. Yes, tuition counts. Okay, I I don't know why when I said that to you. I'm like, I bet she's going to say tuition. I mean, I'm just thinking of, like, because,
0: like, I was thinking about, like, flight stuff. But, like, you know, I don't have to pay for that. There have been times when I've had to pay the astronomical baggage fee that it takes to fly with the base. But also, I just feel like I would rather just avoid Fly with my piece, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I feel
1: like tuition is what I spent the most money on. So, I feel like tuition makes the most sense because tuition makes the most sense, yeah. I mean, yeah. by far, like, by far, because I've done seven years of school, I'd have paid seven dollars, girl, as opposed to. The oh, I was see.
0: I was thinking whole tuition, so tuition for the four years. <laughs> so, but imagine? even that,
1: even that, I was thinking about the number. Like the number is actually, I laughed the last time I opened my FAFSA, cause I didn't remember it being that high. That's that was that was the T. Like I didn't remember it being that much. Like I I knew it was up there. I just didn't know it was that much. I just laughed. I'm like, where y'all think I'm gonna get this from? <laughs> Let me open oh, my Chase app right now, and then you you answer me. Where you think I'm gonna get this money from? Um I guess tuition. I'm I was trying to think, like I really had a hard time with this because I'm like I like 'cause it's like almost like summer music festivals, but it's like I've only been to like one. Because like there they expect you to pay for something. I think that's like that's like kind of the model. Like they more times than not, like, they'll give you a little something but they want you to pay for something. Like you can't oftentimes than I, you cannot expect to go to one of those for free unless it's like you want a program or like you dummy good or whatever. Um and I was thinking like my instrument, but then I was like any instrument you want is a dollar. Okay, she which
0: one? I would not even want one of those in my possession. I felt like that would be too much
1: pressure. <laughs> I'm too clumsy. Like the my I, I got. But you never dropped your viola. I wish you knock on some wood. I've never dropped it, but um, I dinged it up uh, mm. like uh, all the time. Not all the time. I had like three <laughs> things last week, and I was like, "Dang, am I good? Am I okay?" Um, yeah, I guess tuition is the most obvious. Actually, yeah. Okay, outside of tuition, Just we both okay. That. Outside of tuition.
0: It's hard to say. I mean, other than that, like my next, like I said, I consider saying baggage fees, but also I don't, I tr- avoid traveling with my base as much as, as much as possible mm-hmm. because the cost of it is not even the most stressful part. Um. So either that or like, I mean, I guess like strings or something like,
1: yeah, I was going to say Maintenance.
0: Oh oh! Uh, I see I thought you could only pick one, so that's why I was like oh, wow. she, bow hairs are not that expensive. Um, especially because my teacher was talking about every three months, yeah, okay.
1: There was a there was a cute little time in my life where I was doing every three months. That every lasted maybe months. a year. <laughs> I was changing my strings regularly. Girl, girl. At this point you can use my strings, to, uh you know how they be cutting cheese with them wires. <laughs> That's what my, that's what my strings are good for right now, and will stay that way. In Jesus' name. All right. Um. I mean, I guess I don't know. I would say <coughs> overall maintenance. Because imagine going to the shop, get your sound post adjusted, get your stuff polished. What's the last time my viol has been polished since I bought it? Um. Yeah. New bowie hair. You need new pegs
0: oh see if you could if you could bundle all that up then i guess so um because i was gonna say repairs only because my bass needs repair that i do not want to pay for right now but um
1: girl you'll get on some of that got to be
0: (laughs) no and the thing is it's too much tension they're gonna have to take the back off of that instrument oh good girl yeah they're gonna have to take the back off of it and so i'm just like i'm not even playing right now so i feel like i mean is it a good idea to let it sit no but has it been sitting for a long time yes so it's gonna keep keep on um
1: didn't you learn how to do that by yourself
0: i did learn how to close the seam but not this type the tension the way the tension set up they they're gonna have to take the back off it's not just like because it was the open seam like in rochester there's a period of time where everybody seams are popping open in the winter because it's so dry and so cold um and so he closed it but he was like yeah i think it'll be all right um there's a lot of tension on it there's a lot of tension on the the base anyway but um he's like there's a lot of tension on it so we're gonna see and then i remember looking down and be like oh my goodness the seam is huge I got a third F-hole at this point.
1: Shut up! <laughs>
0: nah, actually a third <laughs> a third and fourth. It's probably double the size. It's huge. Oh I, my goodness. Yeah. Okay, I feel like I'm exaggerating. I feel like I'm... It's pretty big. It's pretty big. Yeah. It be flapping when you play? No, 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 no. Oh, you can't hear it? Mm. No. Because it's not... The, the woods are not close enough to each other <laughs> to touch. <laughs> <me> <laughs> when it vibrates, <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I got to send that to the shop. I do. I don't want not to bad. i know people are cringing but you know what if you want to send me the money to do it feel free
1: right because that's an expensive
0: a, repair it's
1: like an s five today about how pretentious uh, this class is just be like girl some people be down like that bad like girl that's
0: not on my like whatever my face is not even here also it would be a it would be not only an expensive one but a lengthy one in which i'm not at home my base is not in seattle Right who so, won't transport it back and forth for you? exactly, so it needs to be done. I might when I'm home for the holidays, maybe I'll send it so that I can actually handle it, but
1: um, it might be cute during a holiday time you could do like cool Christmas do it for you and your mom that'd be cute that please gives. don't say that in front of her because <laughs> that gives like come on I wish please don't say I
0: that in front of her, please don't because she's gonna be like she's been trying to say that, um, yeah, I was thinking of taking my nails off for. For when I go home. But then I was like, but Christmas nails? But. I mean, you could get
1: like a little short moment. Mm, it's not giving the same. It's, it doesn't give. Yeah. You just give me, i me like, excited. My cousin Monica played violin. I mean, barely. I mean, she's in orchestra, but like, I ain't trying to drag Monica, but she knows that she just, we had a whole long talk at the beginning of the year about how. She sh- she wanted to drop orchestra, my like, girl. If it literally makes your edges recede every day, I like the violin, but like, um, like I just want a free period. Her mom was like, "Oh, okay, well, free period in orchestra," and that was the end of that. <laughs> my like, y'all be easy. My mom was not like that, so I couldn't. My mom would be like, "Okay," <laughs> but she wouldn't even care. <laughs> I told my mom was taking two orchestras, and I, and I don't even think I even told her. I was taking two orchestras. I wasn't taking French. I was taking two orchestras. She was like, All right, well, somebody when to graduation. is. All right. Goodness. My mom was
0: asking me for my grades in college.
1: Jesus.
0: <laughs> and then finally at the end, I was just like, It doesn't matter. I graduated. Like, for the last, because she really wanted for my last semester of college, my grades. And I was like, At that point, I was like, I'm not giving them to you. <laughs> Jesus. I had to I had to refuse because I'm like the diploma is right here, bro. Like it does not matter. <laughs> oh
1: my God. Yeah. My mom yeah, my mom's yeah, not very we talked about this before. My mom's not very hands-on. Very supportive. Just like not not hands-on. Like tell me when's the recital? Mm-hmm. What what shoes you need for the thing? Like that type of support. Like what time you gotta be there? But not like, well, Miss Gosma said that your A's were flat on the, on the run through of the JC box, so you have to go back and play yeah. for me slowly. We'll split <laughs> we split the difference we're gonna have to split the difference because Lisa not like that. But <laughs> uh, and sometimes I wish my mom was like that, but I also did. I didn't really need it, so. I feel like it was pretty annoying. Said
0: no, yeah, no, you do not win.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would have been annoying for me. I maybe if I wasn't motivated, it would. I would have liked it. I feel it might have been even more annoying. But having my mom like, well, I saw in your progress report you have a B in physics, so come here and let's b- bounce this ball so you can calculate the velocity. Like that would have gotten my nerves, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think there's at any point in time my mom actually knew what classes I was taking at high school. Or mm. ever. <laughs> she knew I was like, maybe I'm over, maybe I'm over, exact- oh, that's a lie. Cause she did, she went to parent teacher conferences. Mm. So I feel like in order to do that, you have to know what class we, room we were in. Yeah. So I think outside of that, I wanna make my mom feel like she neglected me. <laughs> she went to the parent teacher conferences. And like every once in a while, Katie's chatty. I'm like, girl, every teacher in this building is gonna say that. Every single one. So like, what else you got? Oh, um, Katie doesn't apply herself because she's talking. Yeah, girl, it's lit. What you okay. What else?
0: I apply myself to the
1: conversation. Right, and I apply the homework on time. So, girl, be more engaged, and I will not talk to my neighbor. And don't move me nowhere. I will talk <laughs> to everybody Hey, Stephen. Hey, Shaday. <laughs> hey, Sarah. <laughs> like, Why? <What like>. annoying <laughs> Move me where? Where you want to move me? Move me where you, want, where you want to move me. Right.
0: You move me up by the teacher's desk. Hey, miss. Miss.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like, Jerome. Jerome. Go, go. Girl, you can move me anywhere. You're going to have to move me outside. Like, I was lit. <laughs> oh,
0: my God.
1: Especially after I met you Shane. Oh, that was a problem. Because then we started talking in box, in the back of the room. So, okay. it's just like, just teach, teacher, teach, miss like girl i'm having a good time we here for seven hours a day it gives very much jail so like yeah that's what jail is i mean except for the go home part but it's (laughs) like we're here all day we both don't want to be here i'm having a good time the only the only class i acted right in was orchestra
0: you know what i mean i acted i acted right in every class except for like, I mean, I never acted wrong in any classes because I'm definitely not the type, I'm not the talking in class type or the sleeping class type or whatever because I just don't like, I just don't like, but orchestra, like, I might, you know, say a little such and such on the side in class, but orchestra, yeah, I don't play about orchestra. Yeah, the so one, And yeah. also, I was
1: principal, like, you ain't finna to be, you ain't only staring at me i hate people off test and orchestra because like girl we only got these four little minutes we sound like booty and your parents gonna be mad at the pta talking about how bad we sound <laughs> shut up especially like we were in symphony i'm like girl they do some string orchestra like we trying to play the little sh- shots to kovish girl like it sound bad like y'all missing entrances
0: yeah i was uh-huh. a senior year i was yeah senior year i was low key because me and you know, we had the tables it was four and then me and all my black friends was at the table that, Girl. But we had a cool teacher. We had a cool teacher. So we was like, we was like messing with him or whatever. But I definitely was listening to my friends. My friend, they did their first album. We was listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had my moments. I had my moments.
1: See, I don't feel like it depending on the class, like French, because at that level, like it was all in French. I was so confused. I'm like, I ain't got nothing. Like, we, we. I do not know what to say. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's different. But like, I was, ha- I had a ball. Like, next thing, hey, Daniel. Hey, Sarah! Girl, you did a homework. Girl, especially like third, especially like uh, AP English, like the third, whatever, like um, language and composition. That's what it's called. It was <laughs> new at our school that year. Not a new course; it was already happening, but it was new that year. So the teachers did not like Mr. Blaze. Not Mr. Blaze. He didn't know what he was doing. He knew what he was doing, but it wasn't like he like he it was just a mess. So me and you, Shane was just doing all type of foolishness in the back. Like I was having a, I had a good time. I would never do high school again, ever, ever. But like while I was there. This thing. I would do high school again. Oh, no, maybe middle school. Not well, not the
0: whole thing over. Not the whole high school. I would never ever go if I had to go back to middle school as a person I am now, sure I would be fine. If I had to go back to middle school as a person I was in middle school, absolutely not. It was hell. I hated middle school. Except for sixth grade. But because um, I changed schools after sixth grade mm. and seventh. Yeah, I would never, ever go back. It was, it's up there as one of the worst times of my life. So, oh, yeah, man. I would never go back.
1: I mean, <laughs> middle school wasn't. There were was some moments that I will always remember, like not the greatest, but at, by and large, girl, I was lit up there at Haven Middle School. Man, that was a, some of the best years of my life. That's why I say I peaked in middle school because I just had i was so good at viola i picked the elementary i made all state like i had so much friends i was so good at double dutch i was so now i'm just old i started sweating right away but before like i was just so good at the mailman mailman do your duty here come miss Somebody, american beauty oh. like oh my god what you was gonna say nothing yours was more inappropriate i mean we had wait. Some. What what was yours Mailman, mailman, do your duty. Here comes Miss American Beauty. She oh, yeah, that's not the one. So <laughs> oh, you said big old what? But booty, right?
0: Uh, uh, not exactly, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I know
1: I know what y'all say. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we had 12 times 12 is 144. When the bed breaks down, we could do it on the floor. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, my mom, like, you never heard me saying that and didn't it correct? Like. <laughs> you didn't correct that behavior i had
0: no idea what the heck we was talking about either
1: <laughs> crazy like even some of the songs we were, you were singing like yeah. you talked about this before like just a met, like just free yep alright you all right y'all it's time for black excellence where we hype you up gas you up and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top who are you talking about Delaney?
0: all right y'all so this week i am talking about tyler martin so listen i know we went on this whole tangent about how we was taking everybody's flutes away but um listen he could keep his um so he is a flutist and an educator i um learned about him via a friend's instagram story because he just won a job period um he's uh he just won a job playing flute and piccolo for the houston grand opera orchestra period. And he, um, is of course an orchestral musician, a freelancer, and also a private instructor. Um, prior to this new, uh, bag he just secured, he was at the Missouri Symphony Orchestra, um, and subbing with the Houston Symphony Orchestra. Um, he was a member of the Twenty Twenty Spoleto Festival USA Orchestra, Texas Music Festival Orchestra, um, and also had a teaching assistantship at Brevard Music Center. Um, he was featured at the National Flute Association Convention as a performer. Um, he has performed in countries across the globe. So him and Katie have really got some things in common. I feel like um, you he's performed stick to the part of the movie, right? And I am. Um, and he's performed in Spain, France, Italy, Brussels, Switzerland and the Dominican Republic. Um he is also um a winner of numerous awards. Um he recently won first prize uh for the Houston Flute Club's Byron Hester competition that was this year. Um and he also won second fi- second prize in the New York Flute Club and Austin Flute Society Young Artist competitions. So I'm like first of all you were just doing an awful lot.
1: Like, wait. <laughs> Maybe he got like a not you, day. Maybe not you
0: holding time. down a job and winning multiple competitions. Like
1: Maybe he got forty hours in his day. Uh, that's what it sounded like. Or he sounded incredibly lazy. But like it
0: sounded like he got more hours in a day than the rest of us. But that's what like. maybe in want to Beyonce's days. Like he out here, he got numerous world premieres under his belt. He like, first of all, you got composers being like, actually we want you. The first time the world needs to hear this is F- right. from your mouthpiece you from your head joint <laughs> <laughs> like but you know what I mean I, I could see how y'all would you know connect
1: on that level I'm glad because no one else can
0: <laughs> all right um he is also uh passionate about teaching music advocacy and amp in the amplification of BIPOC voices in classical music um he was selected as the engagement director um um, of a 501c3 nonprofit profit organization as part of the inaugural class of NOVA fellows at the New England Conservatory. Um, while holding uh, that position, he produced various workshops, residencies, and outreach concerts uh, throughout the Boston community. Um, and, yeah, I'm not even going going to all the other stuff that he'll be doing. I'm going to link his website. Um, he received a bachelor's in music at, from DePaul um, and a master's from New England Conservatory, and he is currently um, at the Shepherd School of Music at Rice University. Um, not you, wait, hold on. Not you in school. Girl! That's not even... What? The way I barely drag myself to school, not only you in school, having a job, um, subbing with the Houston Symphony, winning another job, uh nah. Winning competitions. What do what are we talking about?
1: Good for him. I would the way I would not even go back to school. You already won. <laughs> you would not. you would not see me in the spring semester. <laughs> for what? Yeah. Exactly yeah. what? You go to school for what? To make connections and get better. I'm already better. Alright. I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. That's what Missy Ellie said.
0: Period. It wasn't Miss C. L.
1: Was it Miss It was. Yeah. Probably wrote that song for him.
0: <laughs> well, um, yeah. Period. Shout out to Tyler Martin for being black and excellent
1: and employed. Lord right. Be to God. All right. My piece. My piece of the week. My my piece of the week is the Piazzolla Grand Tango, just slap, and <laughs> you know, hopefully, it won't play me this year. But you know, it's lit. bit oh i'm gonna have a lot of fun with it you know make sure i won't breathe too much before i start playing it anyway (laughs) thank you so much for listening to this chaotic episode of classic black podcast don't forget to follow us on social media oh is this your first episode okay there are 151 other ones for you to reference just come back next week. Um, Classical Black Podcast at gmail at Classical Black Podcast. If you're black, join ISBM at isblackmusicians Musicians dot and we will see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.